Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, bros and hoes, and trophy hunters of all ages. It is the 24th episode of the Raw Cuts Gaming Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Woods underscore or underscore wads. And as always, I'm joined by the naked gamer, the sexy bear himself, Andy, Big D, Big D. What do you it's have crackalacking? What do you have crackalacking for us? Me, man. I'm excited to get the fuck out of 2020. That's what I got going on. Happy yes. New Year. Early yes. for everybody out there. But we're burning <laughs> this bitch down tonight. And to do that, we need a guide. And the best guide I know is the trophy hunter himself, CJ. The man, Rinder! Woo! Introductions like that. I love that. So, we thank you for tuning in to the rawest and rarest takes in the gaming podcast sphere. As always, we're bringing you our own unique takes on all things video games while publishing and recording our episodes live and edit free. <laughs> All right. So you can check us out on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker, Pod, uh, Podcast, Radio Public, and Anchor. And if you'd like to see our ugly mugs, hop on right now, this very fucking moment, to YouTube uh, via the Raw Cuts Gaming Channel. This week's topics are None. We're just going to talk about what we played, and we're going to talk about our pie in the sky, our hopeful aspirations and wishes <laughs> for the beautiful year that is 2021. This is now the Raw Cuts all-nude podcast. It's the all-naked <laughs> podcast. Fuck it. We're going out with a bang. CJ, don't you feel better? Hey, I do. everybody, I do. 2020. We salute you. That's right. right suck here. It, He's nuts. All right. So with that said, we're going to bust right into it with what we've been playing. It might be a game where we're all naked and nude together. It might not be. But we're going to find out. We're starting it with you, the naked gamer. Tell us how he's going to do. And, I mean, you're our ringleader for yeah. our clothing uh, choices true. this evening. So what's up with that? Hey, man. It's, uh, that particular game is just called Life. Life in my bedroom. <laughs> um, so let's see what we've been playing. We, we played some more Grand Theft Auto together, which was fucking glorious. I loved it. We, if you guys have not gone and watched the review on Twitch, uh, it's about two hours long. However, if you fast forward your ass to about the hour and a half mark, you will see a very, very glorious run uh, <laughs> where we get on the bikes, we get all the way. To the end, I still didn't know how to open my parachute. Neither did Ryan. We're running oh, down the hill. We make it in the dinghy with literally one second left on the timer, and Woods does a U-turn right onto a rock of which we cannot recover. Later to discover <laughs> the boat only needed to leave the river to complete the mission. No one was shooting at us anymore, and we spent a, a good 15 minutes laughing about it, uh, and it, it was really awesome. And Shortly thereafter, we beat that heist, so 
looking forward to starting new ones, possibly on that, that new island since Woodsy pimped himself out and uh, got all the stuff we need. Um, let's see, what else? We've been doing more uh, story mode on uh, Ghost of Shishishasha. Um, <laughs> and CJ finally bought it when it was I on did. sale. I CJ! Yeah. yeah, so... so now, now we're on the mission to get to level 100 in uh, Legends mode so that we can start doing raids, right? Is that is that it, Woods? Is it 100? That's it. It's and you're almost here. You're, um, you're at 95? Uh, I think 96 or 97, but I'm yeah. just... So I, I'm uh, just basically... I'm basically just, to 65 last night, so... I'm just hoping right now, trying to help help my boys. Yeah. Help my boys. Well, love them up. CJ, we'll, we'll do the old Diablo for you. So yes. if, uh, if Woods, Ryan, and I are all in the 90s, then... And you, you can just skip right to the hard ones. Up. Yeah, right. We'll just get your good shit right away. So that'll get be awesome. Quintillion bucks. It's gonna be. And then, uh, what was Ryan and I cleaned up in competitive Rocket League this week? Oh, we it was did. Pretty great. So we had a pretty good week, even. My pops have been here watching and commenting and, and playing with us. So that's that's been great. Uh, my boy's been playing Astrobot VR, starting to clean up in there. So nice. That's been it's been a lot of fun. So, how about you, Siege? Uh, I we uh we visited some family for Christmas this past weekend, so I didn't get much gaming time in. I did beat the heist with you guys. Uh, you did not undersell the epic failure that was of our first accomplishment of us either jumping off and one of us landing and killing ourselves off the bridge, or you know whatever the case was, and Woodsy getting that boat stuck trying to U-turn that pig around. But the time we did beat it, it was me that did not make the jump everyone else did and you guys coming back to save me on the boat and oh, there was one exactly second. One second thing. We barely, i mean that thing was like a second like a zero seconds left yeah, when i sat down okay. to get in and then you have to sit down you have to if push they threw the instant down. replay flag on that we would have been fucked <laughs> and aaron jones stepped on the sideline there that was how close yeah. it was um yeah so, uh, yeah, we were damn close. And that was like the, you know, one more run, one more run, and we, we finally did it, man. So that was pretty... Well, it was only um, two after that epic fail. It was, it was. Because uh, we, we had the one actually, epic fail. Since we have a podcast, I just wanted to quick throw out, the issue I was having was you need to pull back on the trigger while you're free falling on the left stick to stabilize your flight before it lets you open the parachute, of which I was not aware. Yeah. So I frantically mashing X while I was falling and nothing was happening and it was driving me bananas. <laughs> we should also qualify for our viewers and listeners out there that for the Diamond Bank heist, by far and away the best strategy is to abandon mm. the motorcycles as quickly as fucking possible and find yourselves a fucking SUV or a four-door car and hop in that bitch and go as one unit cohesively with three dudes shooting Shoot around the, the driver yep. the whole time. Yeah, we because collectively we did way better than yeah. we than we did not doing that. The one the one benefit that would have happened is if you if we would have made it to the bridge with the motorcycle is when I jumped out of that thing I jumped out of the with the door facing down so my character shot like straight down <laughs> and the parachute did open and I did pull back but I was like you know fucking you must have for the ground so yeah. uh, motorcycle you would have been but you know we never made it to the damn bridge anyway so. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, man, beating it. Although the slog getting there was, was quite a grind, but we had a good time playing that. Um, a little bit of more Miles Morales. I've just been kind of chipping away at that. Um, you know, my percentage meter says about 21% done. So I've been doing the side quests and all that shit to kind of power level myself up to kind of skip through that pig as fast as I can. 
And then, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima came out. I said, you know, I have a hard line in the sand at 40 bucks to buy that game. It came in at a whopping 40.19. So I said, what's the old hold gift? To which he ref- to which my PayPal account pinged with 25 cents, saying, keep the change, you filthy animal. So I had a good, I had a good check with that and then proceeded to purchase and download that game. So. Hey. You're my boy, Blue. What can I say? I had a good, I had a good, I got a good belly laugh at that around the breakfast table in the morning when I when I saw that quarter pop through on my PayPal account. So, um, so yeah, so it's downloaded, and installed. So I was just waiting for me to finish up Spider-Man here. Hopefully this week. I've been playing to to game a bit and break, but break is sounding less and less game time. So we'll we'll see here. So, um, yeah, Woodsy, what what have you been playing, Big Dog? Well, first off, I'd like to say that it wasn't really a donation so much as the 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 life. Take a penny tray that just is, right? Sometimes you get some pennies. Sometimes you get some pennies, right? I was, just, I was given the pennies that time. So it was a good, it was know, a good laugh. Paying it forward, paying it forward 25 cents at a time. That's how I, that's how I ball. So, uh, but yeah, no, D, D uh, basically covered what I was playing for the most part. I, I jumped into actually Red Dead Online um, for about a horse riding five simulator. Minutes. Yeah, horse riding simulator 2000. 18 or whatever um explicitly just because i was trying to snag up all the free uh christmasy theme shit for our uh red dead online and for grand theft auto online which i did at least i think i did for red dead i don't know i don't fucking play that game. so if i didn't get it all whatever um but yeah no had a had a good time playing games this week also got a little bit further in um uh, Sniper uh, Elite 3. Um, that game is uh, kind of becoming a slog, and it's just... Ugh, i got to say, man, like, it plays so much like a last-gen game because it is a last-gen game. And not last-gen, like PlayStation 3. Like PlayStation 3, Jen. It's just... It's Maybe good. time to pull the ripcord on that game and, and throw up a new pull, man. Yeah, it's almost 2021, man. Let's get a new poll up. 2021. Take it too long. Yeah. All right. It is. It is decided. It is decided. It is decided. All right. New poll. What comes on that poll that you're going to play? Yeah, I know. I'm no more doing these games that I'm just already over with before I start. We caught lightning in a bottle with Nier. We'll see what you catch next time, man. Right. Can right. I retroactively put Ghost of Tsushima in that poll? Is that the thing? Because <laughs> uh, uh, I'll smash that. Uh, but, um, yeah, no. Been loving, been loving it. We had a we we had a good kind of isolated COVID holiday around the, the uh, Woods or Wads household. So, um, and, and, and with that, you know, happy happy holidays to all of our viewers and listeners out there. Your Christmases, your Hanukkahs, your Kwanzaas, anything else you celebrate or don't celebrate, enjoy yourselves. Hopefully we're getting through this year uh, without many more epic tragedies. We'll figure, we'll, hopefully 2021 shit will sort itself out a little bit better. So, um, yeah. and, 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 dick and, will grow and three inches. Yeah. With, with those pie in the sky um, aspirations or hopes, if you will, we're gonna we're gonna end the year on a on a, on a on an optimistic note with the things 
we at Raw Cuts Gaming are hoping for, both realistic and more of the how much we did you smoke variety. So uh, with that said, we're just going to do a roundtable discussion here. We're going to mix it up, churn it like the butter. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to kick it off to my boy, uh, Trophy Hunter CJ. CJ, wish list, no qualifiers. What are some things you hope to see in 2021? Video game industry, go. My number one thing I would like for 2021 is for Elden Ring to be shadow dropped come Ooh. March 15th. Woo! And, uh, Shit, son. You know, you could be getting lucky like St. Paddy's in March if that shit happens. So the reason I want it dropped soon is because I just finished platinuming Demon Souls. I have my Souls form pretty back well into shape right now. I don't want to push it out too far. Now, I know this is not going to happen. and I'd like just to release date anytime next year. But I want it soon because I'm in good Souls form right now. I don't want to have it on January 1st, 2021 because another one of my hopes and wishes and which is probably a little more realistic is for hitman three to be badass as one and two are um it's gonna be for sure yeah and i i did pre-order that game i normally don't pre-order games but io interactive has done so right by me for their first two that i figured it's worth me putting down the money for it um so i have that coming in early january um and so i'm i'd be ready you know spend a good couple month and a half or so on that and then um dive headfirst into Elden Ring. So I'd, I'd love to figure out what Elden Ring's even about. What's the gameplay right. like? I'm sure it's Soulsy. Um, but a release date, and I want it soon, man. I'm, I've got that thirst for more souls. And, hey, hey, uh, hey. You know who else would love to figure out what Elden Ring is about? George R.R. Martin. And from And so <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I want Elden Ring to be awesome. That that and I want it to come out now as soon as possible. So that, that's my number one hope. D, what what like, are you hoping for in the new year for gaming? Let's see. For gaming. Um I hope to get a PS five. So, be- <laughs> so yeah, I thought you, I thought you bought- fuck you, Walmart. Oh yeah, Walmart took my money and then one dude, as I just keep repeatedly phoning in, uh, they told me that they lost it. Uh did transit. Yeah, so Vin Diesel ended up with it. Um, <laughs> but they just keep telling me to check back in. So I, I think the help desk can't actually do anything unless Walmart shows that it's in stock. So because then because they don't have the option to actually replace the order. And so for right now, I'm keeping the order open and I'm yes. not letting them cancel it so that. I'm just assuming at some point they'll have stock that stays in stock. So did you ask them, them, though? Because, like, there was a whole – when you were saying that, right, uh, during the week that that had happened, there was a whole flubbubaloo about Walmart doing a whole bunch of cancellations on pre-orders because there were bots doing a bunch of pre-orders. And they disrupted all, but there were a lot of just normal people who became a casualty of war within that fodder. I believe you were probably one such person. No, no, they didn't cancel my order. So that that was, oh. you're thinking of, they relisted the PlayStation as sellable, and then they caught people in that round 
being bots, and then you didn't let them purchase. Right. They, um, they, they relisted it for so, sellable after it was lost in transit, which is annoying. They correct. should have replaced your stock before they... That's, that's what I tried to yell at them about. So I said, you guys sell. are selling this still, and right. which I don't also, have mine. You guys are a bunch of ass wipes. Right. Um, so basically, I'll just keep redoing customer support, but trying to find it elsewhere. But yeah, so PS5 is on my list, so that would be good. Um, <laughs> I'm actually... Uh, I'm kind of hopeful uh, with the cyberpunk disaster. It looked like, uh, by the way, that lawsuit did get filed. So I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I think the basis of the lawsuit is going to be changing the way shit gets certified on each platform. Uh, and I hope that that leads to something. I, I really don't want to see any more of these types of launches. I don't want to see any more games getting hyped with a release date before they're actually confirmed. Like, I, and I think that's what this lawsuit's all about. It's going to change a lot of that so that, that not, when that you nonsense. first see a release date, that means it's done then. And it's already right. past certification and now and they certification. a release date. Yeah. And, you're, um, and you're, you're 100% right about that because, unfortunately, this shit has now become the rule and no longer the exception. Correct. And it should be the exception the and not the rule. Yeah. Yeah, the day one patch stuff gotta stop. It's it's well, it's, I don't mind day one patches because you know we live yeah, in a world the, where the there's the digital and physical releases. That's a that's a gamble. So, but they're relying on that patch fixing all of the things on day one. Well, they're I get that the, the different version of the game ships, but that day one patch should be part of that cert process then before. Well, they, they, the the day one patch though right many companies have done a day, or many games have had a day one patch where everything is fine yep the, the problems of cyberpunk were way beyond the need of a day one patch there there was fabrication of this that and the other thing it was a it, it was a, it's a broken game on the PlayStation 4 well, and the Xbox. My, my point is they manipulated the current system, which is the handshake right. agreement. Yeah. They yeah, yeah, yeah. To fix everything. And but you can't you, have that. Did you guys <laughs> see that they, they with the returns factored in, they estimated they've already sold 13 million copies? Yeah. I yeah. See that. And that's with the returns factored in. I was like, holy shit. I mean... <laughs> We're never going to move the needle unless people actually vote with their wallet. Now, I know the cat's kind of out of the bag because most people want right. to buy this game. They see your, what you're saying, D, is manipulating things and not being truthful to what the game actually is. And well, then being super skeezy with the review codes and, you know. Well, it's the, gonna, the what I think is going to be interesting the, uh, is the PlayStation. So the, the, when that share went down 40%, they lost way more than they made in sales. The, and, and not the company. Just those 12 people up top that make all the decisions. Yeah, but stock prices are fickle, especially Correct. for that sort of shit. It's but reactionary. It's going to be funny. Exactly. It's black reactionary. So those people up top will react to losing a crap ton of money over the short term because that's how it works. Exactly. But, like, at the end of the day, though, like, is Sony what what is Sony and or Microsoft's role in this going to be? Because uh, if you're talking if you're talking about the process of um, allowing these games to exist on your platform, I think a huge debate will then arise between where does where does 
the platform owner's responsibility began and the developers and publishers owners responsibilities end. And right. I think that's going to be a huge point of contention, which is more or less really the, the, the grunt of what you're describing this lawsuit to be. So I, and I personally haven't read it, so I can't speak from it from a legalese point of view, but yeah, I didn't take that far either. But it, you're right. It's it's it, it'll be interesting to see what shakes out. Um, yeah. But then uh, definitely GT7, so Gran Turismo 7. So uh, that's that's one of the ones I'm most looking forward to next year. Um, I had this. I had Did you this. have one, D? You've listed like three it. now. We'll we'll, we'll bounce back to you. We'll, we'll, the poll. <laughs> We're gonna pass the Cavassier over to Woodsy, and uh-huh. let, let we'll 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 get to your your third one there next. And, and uh, I would I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have jived you like that, but I love my GT7. He wanted to say GT7. I did. I, I wanted it. to get it out first. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Woodsy. What, what do you need? GT7. I need the GT7. All of the GT7 to wash over me. <laughs> Hopefully before fall of next year but i'm not counting my breath if it was a you know take all the time you need with the game to make sure it's fucking golden so i don't care i have patience i want a proper amazing gt game with all the bells and whistles none of the shortcomings relative to forza do it right do it proper and i will be as happy as a ham and um, if it comes out like May, June-ish, great. If I have to wait till holiday 2021, don't care. I would like for it to be an early summer release um, just because um, I can't wait to get my hands on it. But uh, other than that, no, don't care. So um, can't wait for GT7. But, you know, give it like I, like I have talked about them previous iterations of this podcast it would not shock me at all if it got delayed into 2022 because that would be the most gt thing ever so um mm. hoping it comes out this year really is the bottom line yeah um agreed taking it back to cj all right i'm gonna kind of go for a, a two for here also um they're kind of tied together i want suicide squad to come out and be awesome i want oh. it to be the game that the games the in the service <laughs> that, that the movie wasn't that the that that uh you know Warner that the DC universe hasn't been in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it to be awesome. I want it to be the games of the service that I actually want to play and and come back to on a routine basis versus just playing these single player games off of my own little lonesome. Um, it it looks cool. You know the the the, the teaser trailer looked fun. Um, I could see getting in there and running these various raids and whatnot in there with, with you guys if you'd yeah. be so inclined. Um, and I Always. love the DC Universe. That's why I wanted to succeed. It hasn't. Yeah, Wonder too. Woman 1984 just dropped, and I watched it, and it was entirely yeah, fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't, you know. Um, but what, what also ties yeah. to is I want um, I want a good Superman game to come out, and I don't know how they do that in a video game with, with a character who's basically more or less invincible to everything but Kryptonite. And how do you control flying and whatnot? And um, they 
never made a good Superman game. You know, he's been in Injustice and stuff, and that's kind of fun to play with. But I've never gotten to have my superhero be in a game that I can play. So um, I like DC kind of my higher level, highest level. Is I want DC to put out some good shit, and I want to play it. Um, so and I haven't had let that. Me, let me ask you a question then. Uh, so we're not doing a lot of news this week, obviously. Uh, but one uh, portion of news that I had heard. So you're, I mean, you just kind of espoused your DC fandom, right? Which totally right, fine. Yeah, yeah. You're also a big Marvel fan. You're, yes. you know, you don't really. Superheroes. Yeah. Right. Yep. In general. That, you, get, you, get, yeah. you get down for superheroes. So um, none of us play the Avengers game. But clearly that game did not have the proper hook because it was announced that they have had close to uh, 50 million or 60, I'm sorry, $67 million worth of operating loss in the fourth quarter of this year. That game has not turned a profit. And that shocks me a little bit because I would think that just the Marvel property, right. Has printed money. So it, and DC, at least in the cinematic sphere, has struggled mightily. So does the does the woes in the cinematic sphere at all translate to? I mean, I get it, at the end of the day, it's about the quality and the product of the game, and and what they produce as far as a gameplay hook. But well, and and DC DC to their credit has put out some good games. You know, Batman games have been pretty awesome. Um, you know, the, the Arkham series has, um, and I and I think you know Marvel came out about a year. I mean, you, you, like we've always said, we always want the game to come out as late as possible and as polished as possible. But, but if that game could have dropped closer to when Endgame dropped, I think it would, we'd be talking about a different story. And yeah, you know, yeah. and. You know, I, I feel like people are more attached to some of these DC, uh, for some of the, more of these Marvel characters. Like, I want to be Iron Man. I want to be um, Hulk. And you know, when, when you roll with your friends, it's less like that. Maybe it'll be less so with with the DC characters because it's not Iron Man and it's not you know Hulk and whatever. It's um, you know, it's Harley Quinn and it's Deadshot and all these other characters that are maybe you're right. more inclined to roll with other characters. Um, people, it, it's characters who people don't have like this huge emotional investment with for right, right. Know, other the than like the, the extreme larger. other than like the extreme fanboys and fan girls right. obviously right. um so maybe it'll be a little bit easier to get your hooks in you than that I, I think avengers could have came out um if it was just this nice tight single player maybe multiplayer where it's a story-based game but like this games is a service where you're constantly rolling the same missions maybe that's the wrong mark for that type of game i, I don't know I, I i didn't play it i can't tell i, I know some people played it and liked it um, I'm sure we'll buy it when it goes on sale for ten bucks. I'd like to wait five bucks for the PS5 version to come out. I heard some of the load times and things are kind of brutal, and they do improve with the, the next gen consoles, obviously. But I want the actual PS5 experience. Right. You know, right. there there is a noticeable difference for any of you out there who have played PS4 versions of games or versus PS5 versions of games. Um, things load way faster, even even with, you know, the faster loading times in the PS4 games. So I want that top-end experience for that game, and that is coming out. They, they did say they put on a free, uh, free PS5 version, if you own the PS4 version. So I kind of want to wait to that, to jump into that. Um, but I'm not holding my breath that Suicide Squad is going to be that game, you know, because I'm 
the only game I've ever really gotten into a game to the service has been the division one where we rolled that pretty hard with you guys. Um, but I want to get into, I want to find something I like and DC is an IP that I, I like and enjoy. I'd rather it be the justice league characters, but I'm totally fine. Um, you know, if it's a Harley Quinn to the world versus the sure. uh, Superman's and Batman. So yeah. yeah, that would be a nice, uh, that'd be a nice genre for them to mash up would be something like, the division and then all of these superhero characters where you can pick a dude or whatever and level them up, but it takes a really fucking long time and you have to team up with your buddies in the open world and do a bunch of different missions and all that other crap. And then there's yeah. actual story there. Cause that's usually where they, they miss the mark. And I'm assuming that's where Avengers is missing the mark too, is uh, there's just no story there at all. And that's, that's where Spider-Man does such an awesome job. Is that, yeah. I felt more inclined really to stories. I felt more inclined to run around uh, New York and run into these r- random buildings and run into the garden and stuff versus other, you know, these other missions like in Destiny, running to the same planets just didn't quite have the same feel to it. I don't know. Over, just and, never, over and over and over. Yeah, again. just never quite sad as well for me. So, so yeah. So DC. Well, but that's that's also like, you know, we're comparing apples to oranges a little bit, right? The, which is not fair to either Destiny or Avengers there, right? Because it's a, it's a Marvel game where you yeah, you might go buy Madam's, Madison Square Garden one time and be like, oh, that's cool, because it was just part of the narrative of some in-game mission where you're not having to go back to it and rerun that area of the city umpteen times for loot or whatever. Well, so, I guess the point that I'm making is I like that style of, yeah. you know, games as a service versus the destinies of the world or any other ones where sure. it's just like you have to yeah, go back and the same. Yeah. Yeah. The, the grindy. I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, so DC, but, but you're right. It is two different, different styles. But um, for me, I'm more so the divisions of the world than the, the destinies of the world. So. Sure. D, what, right, what, what, what is your, your next third? I was trying to look here. I did see, uh, so it's kind of on CJ's here. Um, so did you see that Gotham Knights where you can be, uh, uh, where Batman's dead? Yep. And I'm assuming that must take place in the, uh, the existing Batman universe. Yeah. That's what it's all a little wonky where you, I don't, I don't know if it's in the, I don't think, I think they said it's specifically that it's not in the Arkham franchise or whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, but Batman is dead, and you're playing as you know Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, and yeah. uh, the Red Hood. I think. Todd. It was. Yeah, yeah. Red Hood. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 So that one looks pretty badass. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know too much about next year's games. So let's get you a PS5. Yeah. yeah, you get a PS5, so you can, so you can be bombarded with ads. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said uh, I'm on the hit me three train too, so I'll probably jump into that. Yeah. I, um, I I have a few pie in the skies. So first and foremost, um, I would love to see further backwards generational compatibility come to the PlayStation Five. Now, I will give this a caveat. I I doubt it will be of a general backwards compatibility where I can go grab any fucking PlayStation 2 disc, shove it in my PS5 and have it work. Not going to happen. I am pretty confident of that. However, 
PlayStation themselves uh, have have come out and already stated right about the uh, intention to match Games Pass Ultimate. Yep. So, what does that entail? Just newest newer titles. How do you not leverage the expansive library that is the PlayStation Two? PlayStation 1, and even PlayStation 3, you got to do it. I mean, and you can do it because PlayStation uh, now obviously has shown that you can do it. So whatever this new service package is, I'm excited to hear about. I'm excited Mm -hmm. to potentially be a subscriber of. Uh, Interesting to figure out, like, how will the grandfathering work for those of us who are booked up with PS Plus through 2027. <laughs> uh, you know what? What will be the uh, what will be the response, as it were, to Microsoft's service offerings, which are undoubtedly great. So they've they've announced that they're going to match it in some capacity. It's just the what and the how that and the when that were. Um, Lacking, so yeah. uh, that'd curious. be nice to see that. I would like to see that happen this next year because I feel like you know doing something like that combined with so say Grand Turismo doesn't launch till the fall, right? You got Horizon Zero Dawn two predicted for or for the fall, potentially God of War two, yep. and then. Say Gran Turismo Seven doesn't make it out till fall, which is more than more acceptable. more likely, yeah. And then they do this other service offering on top of it. I mean, Microsoft's going to come out with Halo Infinite, and what else? More trailers like, for Perfect Dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more trailers for Perfect Dark. So, I mean. Jerkoff Simulator 2021. PlayStation could, could, if provided supply, no longer becomes an issue versus demand, right, come next holiday season. um, You could potentially see a scenario where all of a sudden the chirp about the service offering on the Microsoft end kind of fades away because PlayStation has done their own thing now that is pretty equivalent and awesome. Sony could shut that door a little bit. They could shut that door. So we'll see what happens. I like that, Woodsy. That's a good one. I'm I'm very excited to see what what they did. They did come out and say that they are are looking to go to this games as a service answer for the or not. I'm sorry, um, service pass answer, and that likely will come out next year if it's in the works. So yeah, I'm excited to see that. Good. Um. Another feature, and maybe you could talk to it a little bit, Woodsy, because you sent the article. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I want to be able to go and take all my old discs mm. and turn them into GameStop mm. and or Target or wherever, and they say, here's your download code for your uh, digital version of Game X that I don't want to... Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Here, here's your Grand Theft Auto uh, digital code for it, so you have to go and put the disc in and hear that thing hum. That's the one thing my PlayStation does is it will hum a bit once in a while when a disc is in there. Right. Um, so I want to I want to take my discs and I want to get them out of my house, and I want to get the digital code so I can be lazy and just hop to whatever game I want. Uh, well, so 
What's and, he? and it's not just the laziness. It's just it's it's not really about being lazy. And I don't fault you. And and for those who are just doing it because they're lazy, I don't fault you either. The bottom line is this: technology and media consumption consumption over the last twenty years has shifted broadly in favor of digital licensing ownership or renting, depending yeah, upon yeah. where yeah. you're getting it from, right? So um, I just see it as a transition that I would love for Sony to help its, cons- its consumers make. And if that means I go into a GameStop or wherever else, I have to pay a $5 hit, hand them my disc, they throw it in the shredder, hand me a digital code, good to go. But Sony would have to now then roll back and or evolve their stance on a, a digital storefront code licensing and selling. Because right now, you want a digital code for a game on the PlayStation Store? They're the only fucking game in town. So they would have to finagle that. Uh, it, it would be a boom for GameStop, granted a short-term one, I would imagine, because right. th- those people who just love their giant wall of discs aren't going to all of a sudden be like, mm, I'm going to give right. it all away. No, that I mean, they they love that for the, co- the physical collection and the aesthetics of it as much as they do of the ownership of the games. Me, I just love the, the accumulation of the catalog. So, for me personally, um, I completely agree with you, and I would love for them to solution that in some some manner. How? I know, I know D's been banging that drum pretty hard, too. I, I know it's yeah. right, D. Well, I went digital uh, like four years ago already. So, I just I don't buy shit unless it's digital. So, I've, I've run into that with you guys when... You're like, oh my god, we can get this game for three and a half dollars. But if if I turn in seventeen codes and buy it from Walmart and then resell it to Target or whatever the fuck you guys do, I'm like, you know what I want to do? Not that. I'll just pay my twenty dollars and buy it on the digital storefront. So, um, hey, yeah, hey, hate the, hate, hate the player, don't hate the game. Hey, I don't fault you guys for saving the money. I just, I, I'm in, C, I'm all the way in CJ's boat already because I just, I hate having all of the discs it drives me goddamn bananas yeah me too yep no i don't blame i don't blame you and i for the longest time i was a huge fan of my um giant disc catalog and i would i would love to get rid of them all i don't need them so a trade-in that's a big thing that's missing yeah, so, somehow, well, it's, it's not even, I mean, they could, they could figure out some way to do it, right? And um, it wouldn't even be that hard. They wouldn't technically even have to deal with GameStop if they wanted the profit. Can I just, send, just send them to someone with Sony. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, GameStop would just be an easy medium you know, and a boom for GameStop because they'd get a cut of the profits. Sony would get a cut of the profits. You know, everybody kumbaya. But um, right. But if if they wanted to do like a Netflix style thing, they could fucking do that too. But like old OG Netflix for those of us who are old enough to remember Just what the from the mail. Yeah, exactly. 
So, um, yeah. You, what, what do you, you got anything else left on your list for uh, wishes for 2021? No, I'm good. I'm just, I'm very content being a gamer. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. What's anything left for you? You know what? Um, I mean, maybe announcement of a PSVR two. That ain't coming. Maybe. <laughs> it came back in November. What are you talking about? Where's your faith now? Where's your have, faith now? Fucking lost it all. That shit ain't coming until <laughs> 2023. <laughs> all right. Well, well, CJ, have you got anything else or no? That's it, man. I'm. I'm right. I, I think D put it nicely. I, I'm excited to be a gamer. So I, I am too. I'm excited for 2021. Uh, if I could say one last thing on my list, it's that I hope that when uh, Halo comes out, that it's bomb. I yeah, want. Uh, I want an excuse to buy an Xbox. Give me a fucking excuse to buy an Xbox. So that and then that that would be the one. So with that, everybody, we're going to wish you preemptively a happy new year. Uh, again, happy holidays to you and yours. Uh, we're going to be coming out with a banger of a show for our episode number 25, which will be transpiring a week from today. Uh, and you again, catch us live on, on YouTube um, at Raw Cuts Gaming at the channel. Um, we're going to be hitting that heavy with our uh, our not only our games of the year, but our personal games of the year, meaning so there are those games which are great that we actually played that came out over the last calendar year, and then there are just the games that we played that we loved that we played during this past calendar year. <laughs> so we're going to be doing our, our games of the year show for y'all, and, and and we'd love for you to tune in and enjoy that and let us drone on and bore you with uh, all of our bullshit. So, uh, with with that being said, um, this concludes episode twenty four of the Raw Cuts Gaming Podcast. Hooray. Thanks, to the listener, uh, for tuning in to our uncut takes on all things video games. Uh, we'll hope you join us again each and every week. Pop on. Um, and if you'd like to be a part of the conversation uh, or, or you know, tell us how much you hate our ugly ass mugs, we encourage you to reach out to us via Twitter at Raw Cuts Gaming. And if you'd like to see us uh, see this podcast recording on YouTube, check out the Raw Cuts Gaming channel. Um, and if you don't like Twitter, please send us your interesting thoughts at the Gmail. We never check. Rawcutsgaming at gmail.com. So, some more porn. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All the porns. Especially, you know, I mean, we're giving it to you, give it back to us. Yeah, interesting <laughs> stuff. Yeah. That's right. Pimple slips, everything. That's right. All, all of it. it. All of it. Um don't forget Twitches. Oh, yeah. On the Twitches and, and, at and, Raw Cuts and, and Gaming. Raw Cuts Gaming on Twitch. Thank you very much, D. Uh and D, uh, if people want to reach out to you, where's the best place to do so? I am on Twitter at NakedGamer84 and Twitch on Noob with the zeros underscore NakedGamer. Siege. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter also at CJ Rindall. You can also find him on your nearest street corner, that little snake. Yeah. 
<laughs> and if you want to find me, don't look on a street corner because nobody's buying. No, it's man, he's in the dumpster. Underscore or underscore watch <laughs> at Twitter. I'll let you boy. <laughs> All right, everybody. See you next week. Happy right, New Year. Happy New Year. Slide you. We love you.